Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, we're going to bang out a bunch of calls here, and then we're going to get into some other things because, listen, we could beat up unnamed, unidentified players. I don't even know if Eric Bieniemy is super worth defending forever here because I don't know if he's going to be here or not. I don't know if these players are going to be here or not. The problem is is this uh-uh. just isn't a good look for anybody. No, exactly. And unfortunately... What if we have the what if we have the next whiz kid coach? Well, and we and, and our stupid not, let me not say that and our yeah. players that are being crybabies run them out of town. Well, here, here's the like, one thing that I'm worried about now. What I'm worried about is do people around the league start believing this and whatever well, whatever objections they had to moving forward with Eric Bieniemy in the past as a head coach? Does this ultimately? break any chance that he can get a head coaching job again. I know what Josina Anderson reported yesterday. Josina Anderson did not report that the Bears are going to hire Eric Bieniemy as their right, head coach. Right, of course they're going to do People took it as that, yeah. but that they could have interest if they decide to move on from Matt Eberflus, which I believe they will. But it doesn't mean that Eric Bieniemy is for sure going to get that job. Or that he's even going to, for sure, be interviewed. Do I think it's likely? Sure. Could I see it happening? Absolutely. Should it? Probably. But you know what? Doesn't mean that he's absolutely going to get it. And this is what I worry about an article like this and all the grumblings because people read this stuff. It's on the front cover of ESPN. People read this stuff and go, hmm, do I want to invite that into my building? Even if... Even if Eric Bieniemy is really good as a coach, even if he's the next, I mean, you can't call him the next boy wonder because he's not. He's a man, right? But even if he's the next great offensive, I just think minded, tough leader of men type. See, he's the type of coach that I freaking want. He may not be the best tactician or the best designer. I don't care about. Guys that could draw up fancy freaking plays like Ben Johnson. Can you lead? Can you get me to blow through a brick wall? That's what I care about more than somebody on a notepad or on an iPad designing fancy schmancy plays. I ain't 
the other side of the building. Exactly. Getting the most out of your players, and that's what matters. Real quick, Matt, can you can we play the Tyreek Hill audio before we get to the calls? Think about what Tyreek Hill has turned himself into in this league. And let me give you the backstory real quick. Tyreek Hill came into the National Football League as a running back, ladies and gentlemen. Guess what? Guess who was his position coach? Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy advised Tyreek Hill to switch to receiver mm-hmm. to help further his career. Obviously, Tyreek, who's played running back his whole life, is like, huh, what you mean? You're going to make me, I need to go play wide receiver. It was the best thing that ever happened to him, and he's forever indebted to him because of it. Here's the audio. My opinion on Eric Bieniemy is he's a great coach. He may sometimes grill you and get on your ass, but if, if you look at the pros of it, he's only trying to get you better. He's only trying to make the guys around you better. You feel me? In the long run, bro, everything he taught me in Kansas City, I brought to Miami. The same work ethic, how I finish every day, how I go about my day in practice, how I am outside of football is so lit because of him, bro, because he's in my head grilling me. Come on, man. He didn't. No one paid Tyreek Hill to do that. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I want people to pay attention to is what he said at the end, how I spend my time. Guys talking about they don't have time to get treatment. You, Everyone's got the same 24 hours, man. Use them wisely. Tyreek had to learn, hey, maybe I can't leave the facility this early. Maybe I got to stay after a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, man, the results speak for themselves in Kansas City, man. We'll, yeah. we'll play Travis Kelsey a little bit later, but... Yeah, man, it's, it is what it is to me. They Let's go back. Crying. Let's go back to the calls. I can't find any active rules in season. I know there's a two-hour max practice window that they can practice during the week. Well, they, I know there are padded. They that out, there, I know there are padded rules and all that stuff, like how many times you can be in pads and all that. In terms of being in the building on a daily basis, I don't believe there is any hardcore rule. In the season, during the off-season, there is four hours. During the season, I can't find – I found a bunch of other rules. I cannot find – so if somebody can find it for me, please send it along at WrestleMania621. Linnell is at Nell underscore BTP. Let's get to you on the phones on the – Ace Law listener lines in a rec case law. I hope you get a check call. I'm at 8888 Ace Law. Let's go to Drew in Rockville uh, first up, up here. What's up, Drew? How are you? Hey, ain't nothing. What's happening? Fellas? What's going on, How Drew? Um, I can answer the question for you if this is going to hurt EB. No, it's actually going to help him because it's Washington. <laughs> so, exactly. So anybody looking at this is going to say, well, that you know, we know we know how they get down over there anyway. You know, they – they, they, they saw off or they don't want to put in any work. We know the culture over there, and we know EB is a winner, and he's trying to put people to work. He's trying to change something, and the guys are, are whining and complaining. So, to me, this is the best thing that could ever happen to the enemy. I mean, he, he should just write this on his resume. <laughs> you know, uh, Terry complained when I told him to, to – I, mean, that, I mean, I would look at that and go, yeah, it's great. Number, number two receiver – upset at what you said about him and Chris I'm going to push back against something uh, when it comes to something you said Mm -hmm. as far as the players not seeing any results you know so EB is asking them to do certain things and they're not they're not seeing results that's not how it works (laughs) it's like if you don't have the work ethic you it's not going to come in a one season it's not going to come in six games seven games ten games that comes over years right so if so if, if Ron has this laid back culture, um, where the guys can just walk in, 
and complain about um, EB, you know, that's not that's not breeding any type of a winning environment anyway. All right, but so here, but here's the gonna... thing, Drew. Everything that you've said makes sense to me. Everything you've said, I generally believe in. The problem is, is I'm not a 22, 23, 24, 25 year old. You're not a 22, 23, 24 year old, 25 year old making millions of dollars and going, screw this. If I'm not going to win games, and if I'm not going to get a thousand yard season, and if I'm not going to get 15 targets a game, and I'm just using that some of those numbers as an example, why should I run through a brick wall for that? That's how young people think. Okay, fine. In a lot of cases. Okay, Chris, they can think that way. They're stupid. I don't disagree with you, Drew. I don't disagree. You and I are on the same side of the fence. I'm telling you how how young people. I mean, Nell Nell is 26 years old. He's a hard freaking worker. Now, he's got other issues that I try and work with him on, just like I've got other issues. One thing my guy ain't got is a soft-ass work ethic. He is way different, way different than most 26-year-olds. And, and Chris, if that, that, that kind of ideology, if they're carrying it, and listen, I think the ev- evidence does point to Terry. So he can't be called Scary Terry anymore. Mm. He, he got to be called Scurry. Linnell know one moment. We can't call him Scary no more, Linnell. We nah, got to call him man. Scurry. I hear Scurry. it. He's Scurry Terry. The one uh, thing, and, and I but, said this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, but, but my thing is this, is that if, if EB, EB has the ring, you know, for even the fans that want to try to d- diminish him, the, the fans that's trying to even to do that, they're more in love with specific players than they are Bingo. actual what it takes to win. So that, that's the way I view that. They love a specific player so much that even if that p- player is underperforming or underachieving, yeah. it's got to be somebody else's fault. Luda Petro, Ben Crimble, you know, clip this off. It's called, here, here, it's called yeah. the Ashburn Goggles. Appreciate what we you. Do. We... Put these goggles on, and it automatically – Terry McLaurin, we look at him like he's a top five wide receiver because he's our guy. I, we had it in college. It's called the Bethany goggles. I went to school in Bethany, West Virginia. The women out there were not very attractive. The Bethany goggles, you put on the goggles, a six turns to an eight, an eight turns to a ten. I've That's heard, what happens I, here I've, in D.C. I've heard that with beer put in there, not Bethany the put Bethany in there. The Bethany, West Virginia goggles. Okay. It's, we have Ashburn goggles. We do the same thing with our players here yeah. locally, man. We, we inflate our own talent. By I'm the, guilty of it, too. By the way, it, it's Lou DiPietro. Lou, yeah. Sorry, Not Lou, Lou DiPietro. Yeah. We, we talk about this every week. <laughs> One day we'll get it. <laughs> My guy. I love him. Uh, that's an excellent call by Drew. It's yes, an excellent sir, call, so we, we should point that out. Uh, let's get to uh, where are we going here. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see here. All right. Uh, Polly wants to weigh in. Let's get to Paulie. See what he's uh, mad about today. What's up, Paulie? Rufio, Paulie. Yo, why you always got to start out putting me in in the dark like huh, Ron Rivera? <laughs> <laughs> you call him Ron Rivera, Paulie? Look, man, that's exactly what I'm about. <laughs> yeah, he's start Ron calling. Rivera, bro. Sorry, Paulie. He, he ain't got my back. Uh, see, I'm always back. I'm always expecting the worst <laughs> that's about to come when <laughs> I, I hit the man. button, Paulie. I'm always expecting you to be pissed off at something that I said. No, no. Yeah, but you know what it is? I got my man Linnell there to get you straight. He, uh, y'all, y'all like checks and balance. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? So I don't really have to go, we're, I don't have to go like, in on you, Paul. Yeah, we're like Earl and Water. Other days of week, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But look, let me say this. Mm-hmm. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say something. Listen, Terry McLaurin 
does he strike you as an unnamed source? Terry McCorn is not an unnamed source because an unnamed source doesn't go into the coach's office and have meetings with him and then come out and talk behind his back. Psh. Unnamed sources don't do that. All right? All right? But you don't McCorn get your way. Type of player, it ain't about getting your way. He's a, he's a man. He's a grown. There's one thing we know about Terry McCorn since he's been here. He's been a mature, a professional athlete. Been all, through all the staffs that's been here, they all have said the same thing about him. Players like Terry McLaurin, they want to be coached hard. You know what I mean? What this is about Terry McLaurin, in my opinion, I think this is about schematics and, and, and systems, right? The problem here, and I'm going to tie this into what I'm about to say, the problem here is Terry, I think Terry might be going into their office and saying, look, use me differently, all right? Because a lot of – look, we've seen this last year with Terry with Carson Wentz was getting sacked left and right, left and right. You know, his his production was down. It wasn't until Heineke got in there and just started throwing the ball up to him under that pressure where his, his stats picked up, right? So, to me, to me, I think the people who's really bitching and moaning and complaining about this got to be the guys up front because they're the guys who are the worst group who are underachieving and who's getting worked left and right in practice because they're underachieving every week. These are the guys that that could be unnamed source because they're the ones getting the most scrutiny in practice from being. I guarantee you, Linnell, Linnell, you play football. When you were in practice, who are the guys that they're banging heads and, and, run, and running every play? Oh, the linemen, of course, and the defensive the linemen, the front seven guys, yeah, right, right. And if they ain't getting it right, and they still and they and they not successful week in week out, who is getting worked the hardest? Weekend yeah. and week out. They're the ones on the sled. Okay. They're the ones while we're all thrown. Right. But let me let me let me let me put this scenario though. Think about the lack of detail that the receivers have been playing with this year. And Jay Gruden's been on this program multiple times mm-hmm. and has pointed that out. Uh when it's meeting time and they're reviewing the film, you don't think they're getting chewed out? You don't think some of these conversations may be wearing thin with them too? I okay. think it's I think it's everybody involved, man. I don't know who to even play. Yeah, I, I hear you, I hear you about lack of detail. But again, I'm gonna take this back to Terry McCorn. What about Terry McLaurin tells you he's a lack of detail person, man? This is a guy who wasn't he, this guy this was a guy who was the fourth receiver at Ohio State. This is a guy who came into the league and was pegged as a special team player. Everything about Terry McLaurin says hard worker. I Paulie, no, but Paulie, I'm not questioning his work more. ethic. Maybe I should back no, up no. and and just say, listen, I I said there's a lot of go. indications that are pointing towards Terry McLaurin. I don't know that, but it could be possible that he's just one of the group, right? Listen. I mean, it could be possible well, that it's Jahan and Diami on top of Terry, on top of Logan listen. Thomas, on top well, of Charles. You keep receivers. You just keep naming receivers. What I just named the tight end more, and a left tackle. More, well, I know for sure Logan's okay, that's the receivers. There's more, there's more than the receivers because the group is bad as a whole. And the worst part of that group, is, I, I, I'm willing to stake some money on it, is, is more people in the offensive line. Is oh, more maybe too. About this. Yeah, but maybe too. But let me, say this about, let me say this about this, though, too. You know, this is an indictment on Ron. You know what I mean? Because you got a guy here trying to get things right. And all Mr. Softy over here keeps throwing him under the bus. This is the second time this year he's, uh, he's uh, le- told the press mm. that, you know, he's having meetings with the players. Yeah. Why are you telling us this? Mm. See, the problem is we all knew that, you know, uh, um, good or bad, this was going to be – the enemy probably was one and done here. Good or bad, one and done. And Ron has showed him no loyalty to that at all. Ron has I had his back that. about anything. Because if he did, if Ron had his back from the jump, Ron would have gotten in, the, got in, the, in front of all 50 – 60-something players and told him, shut the hell up. 
We trying to win games. You don't like what this man doing? Let me know and I'll get you out the building. I got his back. I believe in what he's doing. And that ain't happening because Ron keep going in here and, 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 sp- and spilling all the tea. Well, r- the enemy well the I, here's, where I, I, here's where I will agree with you. If Ron didn't say what he did in August, I can't say that none of this would have ever come out. It set the precedent. But as soon as Ron said that, it was not only a big story then, but you knew. You knew if things did not mm-hmm. go right this year, it was going to come back, and now it is back with abandon. And that that right hey, there. He, said, he just said it again the other day. It's a big story yes. now. At four, at, four, at four and nine, you coming out here, you still trying to say, you know, players yes. got problems with the enemy. That's the problem with our season. Yes. So the problem with the season is you. You're the problem with well, the season. You're the one constant no, he, in four years. Yep. yep. You. I mean, that, I mean that. Yeah, that, that. I mean that is definitely a part of the problem. Paul, you got to let you run. Two nineteen yeah. on the team nine eighty. More of your calls coming straight up. We're going to probably break away from this after two thirty. I, Nell and I want to get into the idea of a defensive minded head coach and some of the names that we both kicked around. And then Nell's already forming his mile long <laughs> next general manager list. Names that some of you have never, never even heard, heard of. of. Casting a wide net. But people. you know what? My guy was burning the midnight oil. Well, man. He was burning the midnight oil. He's got the next Marty Herney for you. <laughs> He's got the next Hopefully Marty party bad. lined up for you right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If you don't know this song, then I, you need to walk out of the studio. Oh, it's Thriller, right? No. <laughs> You're doing skits and bits. Okay. <laughs> you missed this on JP and B, Mitch. Uh, was it yesterday or oh, Monday? Oh, is that why that, that sounds it's, like yes. now exists? Yeah. Yes. Is that because of this song? Because I thought immediately when I heard it, I knew it was MJ. Just for whatever reason, I was just thinking Thriller instead of Beat It. <laughs> it's off of the Thriller <laughs> album, but I mean, it's a big old no. 
I mean, you know, sometimes you're in the ballpark, right? Maybe sometimes that, you're in the neighborhood. Maybe that's why the players you just wanna, get you just pull up at the wrong house. Maybe that's why the players need more extra time out of Perhaps. the facility. Um, <laughs> just just a quick aside. I did find something on OverTheCap.com about the collective bargaining agreement. Article 23, Section 7 does specify. Certain hours, you know, of course, we mentioned during training camp and during the offseason, it's like four hours a week, what have you, two-hour practice uh, times. So here's the deal. Uh, for players who qualified for the rookie development program all the way back to 2020, they couldn't be in the uh, facility more than 13 hours in any given day. But then there are other provisions that lower it to 12 and a half or 12 hours in the subsequent 2022 league year, which was the first year of 17 games, or uh, I'm sorry, the second year of 17 games. So basically, as I understand it, um, as I understand it, it's 12 hours max that you can be in the building as a player during the season. And then there's a certain time limit. I think it's like 11 and a half hours or whatever before you can be required to be back in. And what that includes is from the first, not your drive or commute, which is often very short. It, it's the first scheduled team function, meeting, whatever, film session, blah, blah, blah. The first. And you can't be in before six thirty, and so, yeah. so you, you know there's all goes, sorts you of different your, your, your so, team meeting, and then you break off into your positional right. groups, or you have now, a lift. Also, as it's specified, right, rehab and whatever, and therapy and all that stuff in between meetings that counts as part of that time. But the way I understood it, if you do something like on your own, like extra. At say I don't know six o'clock at night or whatever, like that doesn't and and it and of it goes it past that. T- it doesn't it doesn't count Chris, against that. Chris, why would they punish people right. for trying to be great? Exactly. Well, I mean, come on, like you can't well make a bargaining agreement. I, I like mean, that. I mean the CB again, the CBA doesn't care about great; they care about what's you know getting every little morsel for their players right, that about, they possibly think can. about all the stories we hear when guys are game time decisions and they're getting round yeah. the clock treatment here, here here's here's the bottom line there's no meetings exactly. no nothing that should be interfering with rehab unless you don't want to be at the facility exactly. any longer than a minute past what you have to exactly it's and an and listen listen people don't want to hear this i sat and watched people quarterbacks Big-name quarterbacks walk out the door at 4.30 in the afternoon, and then I would watch their backups walk out at 6.30. Mm. Okay? Come on, man. Okay? And, and, and that was just one position in one group. My point being is, if you want to be great, you have to really work at it. And really working at it isn't seven and a half hours in the facility. And you got to be taught. You have to learn. And that's what I think Eric has come in here and tried to do. I just the fact that he's receiving so much pushback for it is, is disheartening. It's man. It, 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 it's 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 hard. Uh, let's get to Vaughn in Capitol Heights. Vaughn, Vaughn, how are you, man? Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thanks for making. I'm it. just want to. I just want to uh, lay out a few things. And from with, with with Ron, he's from a military background, so some of this stuff has seemed like a, a lot of hypocrisy. Um, with the uh, with the hardness and the mentality of of them being being soft in the military, they don't care about none of that. You know, you do as I, do as I say. Number two is that any all, all the hardcore cultures won. Parcells won. Dean Smith, he really, he was in the. Uh, back, uh, I'm just giving examples. They was a winning uh, a team. 
but he still was hard on Jordan. He let Michael Jordan do what he wanted to do. I mean, look at the document. Look at the uh, documentaries and read. And people got to research some of this stuff to get some understanding what's really going on. So all this stuff is not about the enemy. And one of the things that, and reason why I'm saying this is that earlier in the call, I heard one of the announcers say that okay, because he brought Wiley over from Kansas City, the enemy is responsible for how to um, one lineman. You got you brought one offensive lineman over, and you making him responsible for the whole line was going on uh, on on the um, far as far as blocking and uh, on on the old line uh, situation. That's the type of stuff where you know the the, the little bit of biasness and the genuineness come from. All you got to do is just sit back and just hear how what people saying and how they talking because there's two sides to every story. And all I'm going to say is most coaches and uh, players is not going to always get along with the with the coaches. And when most hard coaches, it's a benefit of it because most players benefit from them coaches coaching them hard and getting them to where they want and getting them to where they want to be. And that's that's all I just wanted to say. I wanted to point out. All right, thank you, Paul. Appreciate but you. That's what happens when you're the best player at every level growing up through high school and through college, and you get to the National Football League, and somebody tries to tell you that your poop don't stink. It ain't a fuzzy feeling. I've had, I've been chewed out before, but it, it, it sucks. No one wants to get cussed out, yeah. but it's for the betterment of the yeah. unit. I mean, I will tell you this. I, I, it, I, I don't know if I've ever been chewed out or what I would classify as chewed out. But I mean, I've been brought into my boss's. Oh no, I'm sorry, I have been Chuck Sapienza, <laughs> who runs our uh, station up in one one five seven, the Fan in Baltimore. I love Chuck. Chuck used to curse me and scream at me, and I used to scream right back at him uh, over things that I would do that I could do better. And he was right, and I was wrong, and I was stubborn, and I was pig-headed, and he was stubborn, and he was pig-headed, and we're both Italian. And uh, you know, we you know, and, 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 and then we'd break some bread on the road uh, the next Saturday. You know, I, I mean, but we just kept working at it, and we it's kept a getting better. Working relationship on this station the first time, right? But we had a respect for each. I, I didn't have to like everything that he said. And he certainly didn't like everything that I said. 301-230-0980. we got to take a quick time out for the trending alert. And then we will come on back and grab more of your calls. Then we're going to break away. I promise. One more segment of calls. we got to get everybody in. No more sidetrack. we got to get everybody in uh, or as many people in as we can. And then we're going to move on uh, to whether or not this team should actually consider another defensive-minded head coach. Let's do it. All right, we are looking at a situation with the Commanders on bye week. The rest of the NFL taking center stage, and a big one this Sunday in the NFC East and the NFC overall. Cowboys and the Eagles. Mike McCarthy, will he be on the sideline for the surging Dallas Cowboys? Well, the reason why that's a question is because he had surgery earlier this morning, five days before his team's game, for an acute case of appendicitis according to the team he is expected to be released from the hospital later on today and does currently anticipate coaching on Sunday Dan Quinn would likely be the head coach if he can't and that'll be one of the names we'll discuss coming up later on this hour right here with Nell on the team 980 meanwhile the Wizards are back in action tonight after a five-day respite they last played Friday in Orlando losing a tough one tonight They host the Josh Harris-owned Philadelphia 76ers. 7 o'clock tip, Capital One Arena. You can hear that game on 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, we'll have Penn State and Maryland Terrapins basketball beginning at 6.30 following the DOC. And that's what's trending.
All right, we got to go through these calls quick, so I ask you to be as short as you possibly can. I know some of you have been on hold uh, for a long time. Apologize for that, but we'll try and run through as many as we can because then we want to break away and steer the show in a different direction. Coming up, a conversation on what the merit is of hiring a defensive-minded head coach, which, again, we're going to talk a lot about this over the last month of the season and until they hire a new head coach because why? The games mean nothing. Well, Nothing. They mean nothing. They mean nothing. They mean for, nothing. For K.J. Henry and Andre Jones, maybe they, they mean something. They might mean development. That may be a topic we can do. Fine. Who do you want to see down the stretch? Because okay. I need Mason Brooks yeah, off the practice squad. Fine. But the games mean nothing yes. because y- y- even though they're regular season games, when you're not pl- w- when you're just playing out the string, mm-hmm. sure, you're going to play hard if you're, you know, uh, K.J. Henry or, or Andre Jones. Sure, absolutely. You might even play hard if you're Jonathan Allen. Yeah. But they mean nothing. The games themselves mean nothing. Because of that. Yeah. Exactly. Bobby Ingram and Randy Jordan are probably the only two people on this, or Bobby Ingram, I would say, is probably the only dude on this staff offensively that's ever won anything. Jonesy is with us right here on the Team 980. What up, Jonesy? Hey, 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 Chris. What's going on? The nail, nail. You're getting this stirring up the pot again, the nail. I hear you. I I hear you. I don't stir. Listen to this. Check this out. Yeah, that's right. You just just shake, not stir. Ha! Oh, no, no problem. <laughs> Caught that, Chris? I know you would catch little, it. Little shake yes, and bake over uh-huh. here. Yeah, yeah, shake, yeah, shake, not stir. But anyway, <laughs> check this out. I, I don't. I believe it's not Terry uh, complaining about anything. That guy, if you check him out for what he's worth, check out his interviews and the way he goes about his business. Even when we go down and bond for tours, I've checked out the way that guy goes about his business. He's very smooth. He's not a complainer. Hey, man, he just perseveres. He, he comes through everything that's necessary that he needs to come through. I don't have him complaining. Now, the Army Brown, hmm, suspect. But uh, anyway, with that being said, I ain't going to hold y'all. I'm out, and I'm going to continue to listen to you all. Thank you, Jones. Right. I appreciate, I appreciate you. you. Uh, let's get to Roy in Brunswick next up. What's up, Roy? Oh, Roy, a feisty one. Hey, guys, what's going on? What's going on? How um, are you, Roy? Good. I mean, I think obviously it's a byproduct of losing. You know, if, if they were like in a playoff race, they wouldn't be mad. They had to stay an extra hour to get their hamstrings worked on and stuff like that. Just is idiotic to me. But I think long term and short term, you know, Ron's been frustrating and, and inconsistent and self contradictory. The way he handled Haskins' rookie year, where he was like, "We're not going to try to win," so he didn't try to, and then goes for two for no reason and and fails, and then benches, you know, Dwayne and you know two weeks later, but. Um, you know, short term, the team can't stop anyone's primary target. A casual fan could tell you who was going to torch us. Um, and they can't force feed their own. Terry goes a half without getting the ball. Like, if that's your main guy, that's pathetic. Um, they bench Forbes and then put him on uh, A.J. Brown. And then they bench Martin and put him on Tyree Kill in man coverage um, when they know their safeties aren't good. I just think the players have made mistakes, but the coaches play calling could have eliminated mistakes by not making it possible for the players to fail. Cause you like guys like um, St. Juice are in position all the time, just not right. good enough to execute it. So it's like, put them in a zone or put them. No, you know, they're, that, they're, that's all fair, Roy. But, but I mean, for the purposes of, of this conversation, right? I don't know if defensive players are were, co- were were even complaining about Jack? I, I mean, maybe they were. They were, you know, saying, "Oh, it's too complicated, uh, t- too much communication, whatever." That's why we're having trouble. But we never really heard it leaking out. 
in this particular new phase of the problem, we're talking about the more successful unit on the team, the more successful, it's not totally successful, and its leader basically being under fire for being too tough and for being too demanding. And I don't think that's the reason why they've been more successful, but I think if this team had more Eric Bieniemy's and less Wallflowers, they would be better in all three phases, and they would have a much better record. Right? How anyone can dispute that? I mean, that just is what it is. It's yeah, a fact I think of the situation. Lost, I think uh, we lost Roy there. Uh, Maddie, my screen is locked. Oh, wait. Uh, okay. Um, okay, there it is. I, I must have hit the wrong button. Let's go to Sean in Connecticut right here. Uh, Team Nine. What's up, Sean? How are you? I'm good, guys. Uh, I'll, I'll try to be quick here, but you, you, it's funny because usually people, when they're fired up, when the Linnell's on there, they're fired, they're fired up at Linnell. But I'm fired up with Linnell today. Ooh, this thanks. team and organization—I don't mean to—I don't mean to mess with you guys' ears right now—but this organization is a pathetic joke. It is a joke. The one singular guy who has any success and is tied to any success, and people are like, oh, he 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 says bad words. He he raises his voice at me. Are you joking? That is a joke. Play in the XFL. That is a joke. Arena football. This is a like. I am so sick and tired. And the last thing I want to end off on, and it's one of the things that's driven me crazy about Ron, is he always preaches to find players from a military background and all this military stuff, which I think is great. I'm. I grew up. My dad was in the military. I'm from a military family. The thing about that is, though, you have to have respect. In my, like the way I was raised, if I even raised my voice or talked to my dad in, a, in like a in like a, a sassy tone of voice, he checked like he's like he's like check your to- watch your tone, right? Because I respect him. You have to in this type of and and not even doesn't have to be military. If you want to just have a good organization, you have to have respect for the leaders. And when they tell you something, even if they don't tell you, hey, hey, Sean, I know you're trying your best, but just do this. If they tell you, wake the F up, do this, you idiot, then you've got to take it on the chin, be a man, and do it and get better. And stop crying about it and do something so this team isn't on the bottom of the league and an absolute joke anymore because hmm. we're all sick and tired of it. Thanks, guys. Have well a great said, day. Well said, Sean. Uh, as always, Sean is from an Army family. I'm going to hang out with Sean at the Army-Navy game. Ow. A little bit this Saturday at Gillette Stadium in Foxborough. Oh, I wasn't. I didn't get to see. See what I mean, Matt? See how he does this? He goes and flexes his big celebrity muscle. That's okay. And to think that I had that. Uh, nice wait a second. Wait a second. I mean, what, I, like I, I couldn't invite you on my own. This is not a, a thing. I get it. No, I got a bone. Well, me and Sean will talk. We'll talk. I mean. Maybe I should. Maybe I should get Pete contact, to get me Contact Sean. Hop on a plane. Don't worry, I'll, I'll, I'll be. I'll be. And with meet Pete. us up there. No, don't worry. Me and Pete. Well, I'll be sitting right next to Pete as we do the. As, Who? As Pete. Who? The Pete nine eighty. Who? <laughs> I don't know. He blocked me. <laughs> Let's get to Eddie in Centerville. Oh, fast Eddie. Eddie's uh, Eddie's a little salty at the subject today. I, I think. already know. What's up, Eddie? Eddie's the contradictor. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a What's up, man? 
Um, let me let me give you a couple of quotes since you like to quote people, all right? <laughs> the loudest voice in the room seldom belongs to the most intelligent mind. It's not the strongest of the species that survives, no, the most intelligent that survives is the one that's most capable to change, adaptable to change. All right, brother? Like, you're over there talking about how these players got to respect their due for what? From, from, from them yelling? From them screaming in my ear? Bro, like, you understand that these men have played college football, high school football, little league football? All right? <laughs> you, you, dude, it, that comes with respect. All right? EB has to earn that respect. A ring is not nothing. All right? So let's go ahead and take that out of y'all's head. That because Terry McLaurin, Wait, let me let me let me let me jump in real quickly here. Even if that's true, which I don't think it it is, EB played. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, this he's, is not some guy Andy who Reed. hasn't done it. Who hasn't done Reed. what they've done? Andy Reid. Huh? Or Andy Reid. Andy Reid played too. Well, Andy Reid played. Uh, he didn't play at the NFL level, did he? He played BYU. He went from the uh, okay. uh, Edwards. Right. Right, but, okay. but but I'm saying so Eric, I mean, I mean, Eric the enemy is not just waltzing in here with no pedigree. Exactly. So they got to respect him. It's no. the strength. Off the strength, you got to respect him. For if that's what? the case, Eddie, how do you daddy. establish a culture? If that's the case, how do you establish huh? a culture? You cannot establish a culture without buy-in from your number one guys. That's, the, that's why Terry and John this guy? week, man, John got up on the junkies and said that stupid stuff. You can't have your best guys not, buy, not bought in, man, and that's what it seems like. Well, they're not buying in for a reason. How about that? I hear what you're saying, right? Like respect is earned. All I get right. that entire premise. Like that, I, I I agree with that. There's a certain way you gotta. There's there's dudes in the locker room. You gotta learn who you can pat on the head or who you can kick an ass. There's a there's He's a fine balance. I, I I think that's that. all. I think that's fair on both of your end. Um, maybe what I will say is this: maybe EB could have come in with a less guns a blazing approach, but. I think he was hired, and what Ron basically was hiring, and what Ron said, which was, "We need to shake up the culture here a little bit. We Are need you to from the quote. Well, well, there's a quote in here right. that, that cites it. We need to shake things up. We need to do things differently. So maybe that's on Ron for saying, ah, you know what? We've got a building that's used to Casper Milk Post being their coach. Let, <laughs> let's let's not go from zero to a hundred in three seconds. You know, let, let's take six seconds. You know what I'm saying? But Yeah, but so so who's staying next year? Who's staying next year? E B over Bell. I think Eric's got a way better chance of being here next year than, than Ron, of course. Well, yeah, I mean that's, that's not like, saying much. I mean, I got a better chance of seeing Santa Claus come down my chimney. Of course. <laughs> I mean, you know All right, then he's gotta learn. Yeah. He's exactly. gotta learn. Thank he you, Eddie. Appreciate learn. you I as always. You got it. Uh, all right. I, I tell you what we gotta do. We gotta take the time out. Yeah. We have to move on. I know. So uh, we appreciate everyone that wants to weigh in on this. Maybe I'll do more of this tomorrow when I'm by myself. Uh, we, just for the sake of the show, because we could take hours upon hours upon hours of calls, yeah. we want to get into something different. Can this team, should this team, will this team hire a defensive-minded head coach? And is that even important? We'll discuss that next on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, Nell Nell just went to go get some water with about 30 seconds left to go in the break. Guess he decided after the previous conversation he needed to cool off a little bit. Yeah, he sat here the entire commercial break 
fiddling with his hair, yelling at me about something, and then decides, hey, Matt, do I have time to go get, I I need water. I I said, well, not in this break. I said, you know, but we have another top of the hour break coming up in five minutes. And he literally walks out of the studio. Here he comes. I mean, unbelievable. Well, it is unbelievable. He managed to make it back. And then he comes back with like one third of a bottle of water. What is going on with you? Look, I I was just kvetching that you sat here. You yelled at me about something. I don't even know what you yelled at me about. You sat here fiddling with your hair, putting on your shea butter, (laughs) and then waiting until 30 seconds left to go in the spot set to go get your water. Matt said we had a minute. Whatever. Then you go and get your water, and literally you fill up what one third of a bottle. I got thirsty on the way back. Oh, I'm running. So that was a whole bottle. No, oh. we only had apparently forty. Well, seconds. if you wouldn't play with your shea butter during the commercial break, maybe you'd have th- four minutes. Look, I got a. I'm on camera as well. You just don't know it. I got Instagram live rolling every other segment, man. We're this is a this is a multi-faceted uh, last production. Last week, last week he told me it's because you're a black man and you and you you know that's what it is. I, I mean, you you I need, need the, uh, I need the light. You try to right. get me in here in the dark all the time. It's horrible. Oh, poor Nell. We're we're just making things so uncomfortable for oh, him. I'm going to start right. complaining. Go to HR. It, well, you're coaching I mean, me you, too hard. I mean, you could you could go to Ron Rivera. He'll yeah. tell everybody what your problem yeah, is. <laughs> what was that? Uh, baby Russell. Oh, <laughs> baby <man>. Russell. <laughs> All right. So I think both you and I are on the same page here. Let me start with the most obvious general question. Do you have to hire only an offensive-minded head coach in today's NFL? Not just the commanders, in today's NFL. No, and I think the amount of defensive coaches would tell you that. Successful, like D'Amico Ryan's in his first year. Granted, People first leader. year. I don't know. I, honestly, and I could not trying to diminish anything that D'Amico does. I don't know how much X's and O's D'Amico Ryan's knows, but because he had he wasn't a defensive assistant for that long, and no, now he's a head but he, coach. But he was the coordinator a for a very good defense. Exactly, he knows how to lead men. He's I mean, been in the NFL yeah. locker room within the last yes. ten years, so he can relate yeah. to guys. No, better he had than, a very, I mean, he had successful long career. You know, so. It's, it's all about vibes, man. Okay, so to me, Pete Carroll at 78 years old is still running around like a lunatic. Now, Mike Tomlin obviously does it a very different style. Mm-hmm. But guys respect it. But that that culture... Now, the problem is, is Tomlin's Steelers teams always squeeze every drop of blood out of a rock, but there isn't much blood in that rock. Very true. I hear what you're saying. On an offensive perspective. Yeah. So he's got to... I don't want to say... It, in order to evolve, in order to once again climb that mountain to its highest peak, yeah. Mike Tomlin's got to figure out that offense. But this is the thing. They'll never be that far behind because the culture's already established. The standard's already set. It's about getting guys now that fit that mold. What, what's one of his famous sayings? The standard... If the standard is the standard. The standard is the standard. The standard is the standard. Whatever that means don't sounds fall, good to me. Don't, don't lie in the minutiae yeah. or don't fall I mean, for the minutiae. Or, yeah. I, mean, I mean, you could have Mitch Trubisky and stupid Kenny Pickett and still win eight games. <laughs> and, and everybody acts like Matt Canada is the, the, the biggest village idiot in the world. Maybe, maybe it was Kenny Pickett. Yeah, well, That stinks. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, 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 George Pickens who, or, or who, um, Deontay Johnson, Deontay Johnson yeah. who's looking at loose balls on the on the ground, and he and he's counting his you know his if paycheck. If he was my 
player and I was the coach in film, he probably got reamed. Oh, he probably of got. You think you're better than us? Of course. Oh, I would have laid. I would have let his ass have it. Of but course. did you see how he responded afterwards? Yes. He, he apologized. He yeah. Come on, man. Absolutely. That's a real man. Absolutely. Now, there are again successful defensive coaches. Clearly, there are more offensive-minded head coaches being yes. hired these days. Why? Because it is absolutely connected and said, well, you can't develop a quarterback, which is the most important position in all of sports. You can't develop a quarterback without having an offensive-minded head coach. And I would call poppycock on that. And I would say that's absolute BS. Yep, that's what I. You can do what D'Amico Ryans is doing currently. Yep. You can do, I mean, you've named, men, made, you've made mention mm-hmm. of this. Who helped Russell Wilson develop in Seattle? Dave Canales, Dave right? Canales, yeah. Pete Carroll was a defensive-minded head coach. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest with you, I didn't know a whole lot about Dave Canales until recently. He's doing a pretty good job with Baker Mayfield in Tampa. I mean, Tampa's right there. What are they, 7-7? Seven and seven? Yep, right in the or, thick of you know, the playoff race. Right, exactly. So, what I would say to you, and what I think we're on the same page, all right, here's how I want to wrap this up and then we'll finish it up on the other side. And then we'll take some calls on this. Why is it that 50-year-old white me, 26-year-old black you, Mm -hmm. are on the same page and understand that being a head coach is much more than just drawing fancy-schmancy plays on a chalkboard? Much more. Why? Why, How can we see the same way, yet there is a very different vision from a lot of people that I ran into on Twitter over the last couple of days. Yeah. And we also know in different pockets of this, just this building and on this floor. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Very different. Yeah. I... Why, how in the world can you and I be on the same page when we are, I mean, about as different as we possibly we are, could be? We're oil and water. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're now, skipping shit. But, but I, <laughs> but, but. But I well see I yeah, yeah I, that's what we were compared to via text. Oh okay, see I don't view it like that because we have a better relationship yes. than Skip and Shannon. Correct. But, they but hated each you know other. what I'm saying? Like we are very different. Yes, our backgrounds, our histories, our everything, just our way of life. But yet we see things the same way, and On I think that's the matter, most common yeah. sense way. Yet. There are a lot of people in this fan base, and I think it's more recency bias because yes. Ron was a defensive-minded head 100%. coach, and the defensive sucked, and everything else sucked. I think they want exactly the opposite. Whatever the opposite is, they'll take, but they won't even consider one other element. That's what's sad about it. Yeah, they won't, other, they won't even consider one other element. We'll expand upon that. We'll grab your calls, 301-230-0980, on the other side of 3 o'clock in the nation's capital with an hour to go. Rick Doc Walker in for the Hoffmeister coming up an hour from now. I might not leave. I might just co-host and hang out hang with Doc. It's going to be a party, yeah, man. Exactly. He's, he's got brisket he out there. might have to it's... kick me out. Absolutely. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.